0: date is july 31st we're back at it we're in the dungeon we're working hard we're putting in that time i'm foy i'm paulo and this is another episode of hold my whistle and <laughs> i'm i'm sitting here thinking we need to plug in the just the two of us song
1: just the two of us me and paulo do a- we do the will smith um uh, cover didn't he do a, a cover will smith like in the in the 90s that was a cover, tech- and Stevie Wonder. It yeah. was, it was, yeah. They both. Well, he. That's weird. When like, it was like Puffy had Sting on the MTV Awards. You know yeah. what I mean? Without be missing you, mm mm-hmm. like tribute uh, to Biggie. It's yeah, you know, kind of tough. I don't know <laughs> if that works out good when you get the actual artist on your when you when you steal his song. Right.
0: Oh, I don't know if it's technically. It's not. It's, mm. I'm sure he got paid, and
1: and you know what? That song's so good. It brought it brought Sting to a, a, another generation.
0: It, it it definitely that, transcended
1: dude i've saw Sting twice live really once with the police once with dude phenomenal bro oh does he play does he still play the stand up bass he plays bass most of the time was so he, when was he was, he was with the police up? no he plays bass he's a okay. bassist a lot of the songs you don't realize are like some of the stuff he did with the police um i think it's a walking on the moon and and stuff you you listen to the bass line and you're like that's that's you know him playing bass. It's like when you listen to Rush, Geddy Lee's playing bass. Okay. You know, uh, you know this. Paulo has dabbled with the four strings, dude. You know, I've I've hung out in the pocket.
0: It's funny that you mention Rush, because every time they come, like when I'm laying some floor with uh, Snow Custom Flooring with Ty, the boss man, we listen to classic rock and dude, my it's classic it's, rock game. When you
1: are a laborer, or when you're doing work in the afternoon on a weekday, and you're just picking up lunch and doing work again. Classic rock, Rush, is just <laughs>
0: so my classic rock game is way stronger than Ties. Cla-
1: oh, and I'm I, I, I am sneaky. That's more of a genre for me to when because Sean always asks me who's playing. He'll he'll put his hand up in front of the screen. <laughs> well, who's singing this song? And most of the time, he's getting me on Do Wop. <laughs> and freaking you know sun records like old school stuff but classic rock is the i, I have it down bro years of listening to this stuff yeah. and lo- i think some of the best like musicianship like rush is like getty lee's playing bass but neil pert is on drums neil pert is the wow sh- yeah
0: have you ever seen his
1: drum set you it's mean it, it, it's a donut of drums? <laughs> it is a legit 360 mm-hmm. of drums. And he uses them all. Yeah. But, you know,
0: that's... It's it's another le- subject for another time. But just to get back to my point right. on that, um, every time Ty doesn't know who sings it, he goes Rush. Because like, <laughs> when Rush sings, he's... What's the lead singer's name? Geddy Lee. He's kind of got a feminine... It's higher,
1: higher. He
0: he's more in the tenor. I would range.
1: love to see him knock out some Journey.
0: Oh, he'd kill it.
1: He'd crush it.
0: Steve Perry is very hard to imitate, except for the Filipino dude. The Do you Filipi- know his name? No, I don't know his name. Yeah,
1: they made a whole documentary about him, dude. He's legit. He came from nothing. Just the Filipinos have a thing with like karaoke, and they love great singers. They is like Whitney's a goddess in the Filipino culture. Like I can understand that. They and, and karaoke and and they're they love performing you know music, and this guy is just freaky. How close he is, he's an impersonator. Steve Perry has. He's got an one impersonator, those right? He's an. Would you say he's an original artist, a Filipino kid?
0: Um, I don't know. That's hard. I mean, he played. He, he's he technically a, in Journey now. He is the lead he? singer, right? So I mean, he's not Steve Perry. No, Steve Perry is the he original. Was there Writing them, I don't know if he wrote the music. But well, he Journey's got a, a long
1: history. You know, they were, I think, they they were a band called Savoy Brown before. Yeah. You know, I had a Mr. Bremis. If anyone from Live Oak is listening, Mr. Bremis, Live Oak Math, Savoy Brown. He loved the. He would give you math class was classic rock with Mr. Bremis. That's awesome. He was your math teacher, who was overweight a little bit, long hair with a bald spot, like just rock, rock and roll.
0: Never really left the 80s. They
1: play. They used to be Santana's band. You know that? No. Yes, of what, like the, the the guitar player from Journey, came up through Santana, Young Santana, and like was in Woodstock with them and stuff.
0: That's that's a pretty impressive thing because if you think about it, playing guitar with a guy like Carlos Santana, oh. I
1: mean, just it's insane. sneaky. It's sneaky. You know, dude, Do you know they're redoing Woodstock? No. Like I think yes. Again. Yeah, it's fifty years. Oh, dude, it's been that long. Fifty years dude. of Woodstock. So many because we were hippies. when they. I think our Woodstock, we were it, was it ninety six? It was before, but it was like Rage and Green Day and the like. It was the best. I don't. I wonder if that because it still kind of brought you back to the original Woodstock and Mud it had people. people. That feel it had that feel. It wasn't too bad, but the, the music's so different now.
0: Yeah, I mean, it didn't have. Um... I don't know. I mean, you get a band like Rage out there. They're they're, they're my music... top three favorite bands of all time. Their music has like a purpose behind it.
1: My boy Julio Ponce and he, me went and saw them at Rock the Bells. Dude, how good was that show? Epic.
0: What's the guitar player's Epic. name? Tom Marcello. Yeah, dude, Morello. Tom Morello. Tom Morello. There you go, dude. He plays a dirty Zach guitar. Della Rocha.
1: Dude, the whole band is dirty, but oh, he plays that like distortion. Yeah, wow, wow, wow. yeah it's it's insane. On point. Okay, let's get off of bands, but I want to hit you with real quick, real quick fire question: favorite guitarist, Ooh. classic to eighties.
0: Classic to eighties, favorite guitar player. Oh, that's so hard. I mean, is it
1: who's like top three? Like you just name just so what's in your well, head.
0: All right, so top so top three, not in any particular order. Oh, Santana.
1: Seen him. We got the poster behind. Yeah, that. We got the poster. Sam Diggity from Sam and. And the punk, he took me one time, and that's the poster we got. Oh, really nice. Yeah,
0: um, Jimi Hendrix for sure. Jimmy's
1: my, he's my guy. Boom.
0: And the sneaky guy on my list, Eric Clapton. Oh yeah, dude. Clap. I mean, the the evolution of his music with his guitar playing. You got to think of how many bands he was in. Oh,
1: dude. Cream. Cream. Dirty band. The
0: Birds. Yeah. Like Yardbirds. Yardbirds.
1: Um, you know what? Derek and the Dominos. I'm gonna throw someone under the bus, and it's it's hard, and it's not even phasing the reputation. Like people still love them as much because the music's great, and it's already legendary. Jimmy Page and Led Zeppelin. Yeah, you know he, you that the, the, the con. Have you heard the controversy? No, the videos that you could look on YouTube, and Joe Rogan even talks about is it is on not, his is, podcast. Is he he stole all those songs, bro. All those riffs from your favorite. When you think Led Zeppelin. I'm, not seeing I'm talking like more than 7 songs and hits. Yeah. He stole from other like there were songs already. Lyrics and stuff. It's like when they're like oh Those he invented they're this. Original? They're not original. They're not original and he'll talk about it like it's original. There's it's and it's not it's proven. It's on the the records, Sean. They're re- they they are they are records names are on it. Bands he was affiliated with. He knows the people and they have a sto- they'll have stories with it. And it just hurts because when you say Jimmy Page was God, you know see, I
0: don't I don't see it that way. Well, and, and then what, me, who's who's
1: the who's guitar player?
0: Oh, um, Keith Moon. No, Keith Moon's a drummer. Yeah, but the, um, God, what is this? I can see his fucking face. It's
1: Page or they always compare the two. Yeah, I can't think of his damn name. Yeah, but he did the big arm circle strum yeah. bang yeah. bang bang.
0: But yeah, Pete, you know, Pete Townsend. No, is Pete, it Pete Townsend. Yes, he's the it. lead singer. No,
1: no. That's I think you're right, Pete Townsend. Yeah, yeah he's the man.
0: It's to compare like the musician skill from then to now is totally different. Uh,
1: you you have kids with a lot of skill, but they don't have the the they're not putting down tight music.
0: It's it's not, like the artistry.
1: Like if you listen to, get, uh, you know what was great about the grunge era, that stuff sounded great. It was electric, but you could play it on your acoustic and, and you it know, was just as cool. Yeah, like when
0: Nirvana went unplugged. Oh. Dude, night was 93.
1: That's nostalgic. Like, that's the best unplugged, one of the best unplugged albums, easily, if not the best. Easily. Unplugged is a series that needs to come back. But with is again, that was just a great genre to be able to. It, it, it sounded good in both acoustic and, you know, but just think electric of, uh, guitar.
0: Think your what? music created specifically for this sound, but sounds equally as good in a live. Soccer, there's just so many set.
1: more artists that pop music is so bad that you have to like downgrade yourself to listen to an artist like mm-hmm. I think there's some people that are in pop that are really talented. Do you like Khaled, the R and B singer?
0: I don't think I've listened to Do,
1: you. You you probably have and you don't know He's kind of like uh, who's the guy that we <laughs> we watched uh, at the show? Andy Grammer. Andy Grammer. You know all his music. You don't know who he is. Yeah. Khaled. You know some some of his songs. He's got the young dumb, young dumb okay you don't know John blank, but anyways if he's solid solid yeah. good singer songwriter i think his talent but everything else is so crazy man
0: it's all like i mean a lot of things with like pop music today and like new style mm-hmm. music it's all computer like generated and does it take some talent yeah it definitely it takes does talent. It, it's a different it's a different skill set than what i'm used to with music I,
1: I think a song would take more time like these songs got to be written quick yeah, and they're just producing it and throwing in little tweaks and making sure the timing's right. Yeah, it's it's more on the producer. I th- I mean, well, they're just cleaning it up. They're editing it. I think it's more of an edit, yeah, than anything.
0: But I I give them props because you know they're still putting in the time. Because look at
1: they're just getting sound clips, really, like, and hitting buttons.
0: Yeah, it's like okay, and it's
1: it's the lyrics, you know. It's it's not the same feel to me. No,
0: you know, you looking at these guys in the garage, like sitting there. Oh, let's try this riff with this with mm-hmm. these bars and then
1: Well it used to be work. It's even like when you listen, uh, I think who was talking about? It? it was uh David Lee Roth talking about Van Halen when they when they first got like that kind of recording equipment, they used to look down on Eddie Van Halen because he would just do multiple riffs and keep on going and then be like, Oh, I like this part of this part, this part of this part, you know, but he he played it multiple times and patched it together. And then figured, out, and then just because he played it, yeah, and he's a guitar genius, Dude. and he should have been on that list.
0: He is in; to- he's definitely top five,
1: right? Definitely. top And top five. so he just patched it together. It was never. That's not. That's how he wrote music. Yeah. But he had to use the recording equipment. They used to look down on him like that. And you know, music should progress like anything else. But it's. It, we feel like you know, real. Those are real instruments. You know. Yeah. P- pull, strumming <laughs> strings and hitting leather with wooden sticks is.
0: It's it's different. You yeah. Know? It's, it's a totally different feel. And it just it's it's crazy how like you said the evolution of the musical instrument has changed. Yeah, I mean, but you still got those guys still out there grinding with the guitars and the drums. Yeah, I'm
1: sure there's a dude out there that I don't know about. You know, I'm still a Steve Vai guy. Joe Satriani.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Eric Johnson. Those guys ripped. Close to Dover.
1: But uh, oh, dude, we could talk twenty more minutes about rock band, but let's not.
0: Oh, dude, Paulo on the drums, the Del
1: <laughs> Um, big shout so, out to
0: the Del Fuegos, the three original members.
1: In my head right now, just things that are happening around town. Oh yeah, big with Matt P playing Sabotage,
0: dude. Still one of the best great renditions moments. of Sabotage.
1: Everyone, if you're listening to this, if you want to pause us and just listen to something else, try listen to the Beastie Boys. It brightens my day, dude.
0: That album, Licensed to Ill,
1: great, totally great. But totally Sabotage
0: great. was not on that album. No.
1: Great album cover. I think Eminem has an album that came out that has this, like how that album cover has been copied a couple of times. The, oh, the, the Tale the of tale the plane. The tail
0: of the plane. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, Santa Barbara County Fiesta. You ever go to that thing? Uh, I have
0: not been to Fiesta since like 98. My
1: freshman year, we came down. I was with my high school girlfriend thing, whatever. And my buddies came down, got in trouble for some funny stuff. Big shout outs again to my boy Julio, my boy Kyle Floorwood, they came down right when like I came, and it was just crazy. I had dinner with the girlfriend's family, and they were like getting popped in King City for stuff, and they still made it. Freaking, then they got popped for peeing on a uh, they like urinating in public. Jeez. Dude, it was and it, every if you could get caught in one weekend, it was them.
0: So here's here's my take on fiestas now. It seems like it's definitely toned back a bit it's, over the past few years. It's family friendly. It used to be, you know, it was family-friendly during the day, and then the freaks came out at night. Like, yeah. There was, a, like, for a while there, there was a big run of, like, assaults. Like, dude, people were getting stabbed left and right. Oh, I'm sure.
1: Us. Well, hey, you know, unfortunately, in my hometown, uh, Morgan Hill, is right next to Gilroy. Yeah, I saw that. And they had the shooting. The Garlic, the the garlic festival. festival. It's a big party, bro. Yeah. A big party, and, you know, I was talking with a buddy... Th- about it and i was like it's fucking gilroy that shit happens all the time (laughs) and i was i used to work at chevys and i was telling a story about when i was fucking working at chevys and i had the patio in a parking lot and it was on film and someone pulled out a gun in the parking lot and i freaked out and i had hot fajitas and like the fajitas fell everywhere and i ran inside i'm like oh he's got a gun everyone on the patio was full didn't even freaking trip Cause Gilroy has shootings and people have guns. You know what <laughs> I mean? It's everyone rewatched the film of me freaking out, falling down, slipping, fajitas flying everywhere, <laughs> and everyone's still eating on their fucking El Machino tortillas. Like
0: no big deal.
1: No big deal. It was pretty funny, but you know, it's it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, at the end of the day, it's super sad because you don't want to see fest. Uh, you know, it could have been a mass thing. It does. It yeah. counts as a mass shooting, I think. Right? Is is because there's a mass population or yeah, maybe.
0: I'm not a sure. you know it's
1: it it sucks it sucks but that's... dude it was
0: like what a six year old boy no yeah the the one the one confirmed fatality that I know he was like a six to eight year old boy and then there was a couple of of like twelve to fourteen year old oh man
1: it was babies yeah they said it was like in like the hand wax area I know exactly where it's at when you go to the left side like if you're facing west because Christmas Hill Park is separated like with a road it's it's two it's it's a big park right and so on the left side and they have it's almost identical sometimes but like at at least right where the entry is but then on the left where they have the the you know the the big cooking fire pits you've seen them on like tv like with the big flames coming up right under some trees right past that is like the kids area and they have you know you you uh you know spin paint your frisbees and you do your hand waxing area and we i I saw a post. Some of my friends were there right before, right before it happened, and left because there was like lines for the food, and they're just like, "Ah," and got out. And it was a kid area. That sucks. I pray, you know, our hearts go out to those people and their families and, and the communities. You know,
0: it's a very tragic yeah,
1: situation. Yeah, I don't even know how we got into that. Yeah. Ah, but fiesta and sh- oh, that's what yeah. happened. So, um, all right, but we're in San Ynez. and. This last week's been kind of fun. A lot of of getting started things are happening. You know, we're, we're, we're already in helmets.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. It's like 2019 season kicked off already.
1: But we had like a big weekend to get ready. We always kind of see each other and have a meeting. And it's nice. We have a little party even and the families get together. All I fucking care about is gear day. Dude, gear handout, it's always that... We're not players anymore. Yeah. But this is almost better than players because you could wear this stuff. <laughs> this is probably one of the better years we've had because, uh, you know, one of the best things about coaching at San Ynez, is we, get, we, we are on time and we schedule to get what the NFL gets. Right. We have custom team stuff, you know, and there's a handful of high schools do it, you know, but you have to do it early. You got to look good to coach good. You got to, you know. And that's one thing we do not skimp on is coaches attire. Right. So we get two jackets, a coaching polo. We got a T-shirt, shorts, and we get a cap. Dude, I the two, the one jacket, the heavier jacket. It might be long in the arms, is what people are saying. Quality. kind of, kind of like it looks like a not a a Letterman's, but it, it has some classic cuts. It's a classic cut jacket. It's definitely a sportsman jacket, but it has newer materials by Nike. It's a black with orange stripes, fitted. Then we have like a white windbreaker, which is tight, legit, with like little uh black spots on the arm. Yeah, just well, nice little touches. Uh The family shirt, I think, is one of my favorite shirts.
0: It, it was definitely a good. Touch. It's a white
1: shirt too, and you know we got we have a, a pirate family shirt with the number fifty on the shoulder. You know, RIP. Yeah, Dalton. Um, great. And then we got the classic hat. We got a great hat. Fits you better this year. It definitely does. It's a different material. Yeah. Well, oh the same gosh. material. To, I thought it was a deeper cut, like it's a deeper bowl. Yeah,
0: it might it might be a higher crown. Uh, yeah, like, it's the same the, material. The crown's a little different, which is nice. Yeah, but it was Gear Day, so that
1: was that was fun for me. Yeah. I like it in the gear. Which
0: Gear Day is always a good day. Yeah, you know, it's like fuck. It's like, what do we have to look forward to? Oh shit, we got gear coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Um, did you see that fight this week? The, yeah. Let's jump. Let's jump right into. Let's get into the fights. There's, I, I I'm in the fight game now, and I'm not talking UFC. I'm talking. Pittsburgh MLB. Pirates And the Cincinnati Reds Dude
0: I, I didn't watch it live No I just happened to Well no it. one
1: did Cause
0: you're looking at the bleachers And it was empty Dude it's the fucking Cincinnati Reds And the Pittsburgh Pirates It's the who gets And the it wasn't the stands there. It was bleachers
1: Yeah it was And you know They're, do, they're both doing pretty horrible
0: So The game's out of reach Like I just happened to look on Facebook And you know I follow ESPN And it's like Oh Check this out Yeah So I watch the video It's like Holy shit. You know, the pitcher Amir Garrett for the Reds, he's obviously hot about something and on the mound.
1: He, so he's on the mound and he's just talking to his boys and you could just the great great body language.
0: Yeah. And the announcers are like picking it up. It's And like, they're like he's disturbed. It's like something's going down. Somebody's chirping and this and that. And
1: I was kind of, you know, to to maybe they need to hang out more, but him and the catch the catcher needed to be was needed to be involved more a little you know, didn't do a hold back or help out.
0: Yeah. So here's my thing, dude. I me. have never seen a player charge the opposing dugout.
1: Right. He went towards the he dugout. It wasn't the home plate. It wasn't. You see the plate, but he went to the dugout, and I I still don't know what went, happened before. He but went to the Lions Den. A coach was already ejected. The game. There things happened. Yeah. And the, and the game was out of reach. And who you know who cares? But we saw, and what matters the most on like bench clearing brawl is what you do when you meet up with that first guy, because if you don't get it done in the
0: first five seconds, it's not happening.
1: It's, it's too much of a scrum. Yeah. And that's a different kind of thing. And I don't, the scrum does, you know, not too many people have gotten away with things in the scrum in baseball. Yeah. Maybe that's a rule. There's a lot of shit
0: talking and oh, hold me back. Hold me back. Right.
1: Exactly. But I'm not going to, it was probably one of the better connections. Dude, he, Whoever I don't know who Garrett punched from the Pirates, but that dude
0: got fucking clocked.
1: And if you see it, it's a great and it, the left hand is what lands, but the right hand one two yeah, it went right left and he came into the side and just the guy clocked almost him. he stepped into it yeah because of the right yeah and and he ran and he charged him kind of like you know, oh, in a weird body language nothing. It's like you know it's weird because you have to run and then fight yeah. that's not something you most even UFC fighters get to you're in a cage and you start bouncing around to run at someone and it, that's more Braveheart style yeah that's than like, you, like you said he's charging a dugout
0: yeah the entire team's out right and for him I mean I put some of this on the Pittsburgh Pirates you know they're all out of the dugout <laughs> and they're just watching this dude charge all the way in and well
1: again I don't think they expected it they're probably already shooting this shit fucking putting bubble gum bubbles on the top of their hats you know yeah. what I mean they freaking suck So, you know, this got us thinking, it's like you know,
0: baseball fights are typically pretty shitty. You know pretty shitty. A lot of shit talking, a lot of whole. Well, yeah, exactly.
1: But when you think baseball fights, where do you go first? First and it's the nostalgic and we've brought it up numerous times. Nolan Ryan with the the headlock
0: on Robin Ventura. A young Robin Ventura. Right.
1: So that's one for me. It's like just think about
0: Robin Ventura. Your one of your best stories ever. I got in a fight with arguably one of the best pitchers of all time. Yeah, and he beat my ass. Mm-hmm. He beat, it, he's the Nolan, best pitcher.
1: Nolan Ryan whooped his ass. Yeah, headlock, punching him. His hat came off, and it it showed him how old he was, and it made him look like he's like I'm your daddy. Yeah, you know it wasn't like oh he's balding. It was like no this motherfucker will stick kick your ass at. He looked sixty. Yeah, and <laughs> he was
0: still just nasty. Oh
1: it was it was so smooth how he got him in a headlock oh just if the well, UFC yeah. was pop people don't rush people like that anymore no. they just didn't know yeah oh that's yeah, but, funny what's uh, so what's that let's let's see what's what are you thinking of
0: so nah, that that'll always be number one for that's baseball. number one always right that so, was an easy pick for me so what I'm thinking when I think baseball fight I'm thinking as like the more recent ones I think when Bryce Harper charged the mound against Hunter Strickland, who those two had had a, a, right. a past.
1: Bryce Harper is fiery. I like how that uh, he's a great player, but I like that he's not afraid to fucking start some shit. And I like that it's even bratty, spoiled kind of stuff. Yeah. He has that spoiled bratty attitude. That, enti- that entitled.
0: So I think that fight, but not for Bryce Harper and Hunter Strickland. So you get Bryce Harper running out. He throws his helmet. Yeah. And then Strickland that, clocks when the, him. When
1: Bryce Harper's hair comes
0: out, Yeah, so it's game time. Hunter Strickland, like... Dodges the helmet throw and then kind of catches him off balance. My favorite part about that fight is Jeff Samarja sprinting from the bullpen coming out of Notre Dame football player. Dude, that's what I respect about him. Yeah, he's a D1 baseball football. player. He could have been. He could have had a great career in the NFL.
1: Do you think he he's going to make more money than Kyler Murray? Not endorsements, Non endorsements. That's a good question. Because Connor kind of might get endorsements and might bounce up. But he's he's made baseball money for this long. Yeah.
0: Um, I think I'm going to lean towards Samarja.
1: I I think so, too. And, and watching, pitching.
0: Watching him come out of the bullpen. And he throws a Superman punch out of nowhere. Like from <laughs> but the back. Is like, he, he misses completely. He, and he but, just whiffs. But the fact that he's that committed oh, to sticking up for his that, brother.
1: Some of the fights are... That you see in baseball, like I said, it's like you see... And that's why I was talking about the catcher. He was on the mound. He needed to see his boy, like, freaking out and, like, kind of hold him back just to be safe. Like, I'm, gl- I'm glad he didn't yeah. because it was one of the greatest punches of all time. You know what I mean? Yeah. But actually, and that's probably my number two is the Batista punch uh, when he his glasses got knocked off because so, he slid in. No, he he slid in yeah batista slid in from he was with the the blue jays yeah he,
0: he's going into second and they're playing the rangers right. and him and Ruffnet odor the second baseman have some words
1: the latino beef they got it so
0: they they square up and batista batista tries to like puff up he, and yeah. odor clocks him.
1: no hesitation clocks him so, and
0: so bad his glasses go flying off excited. and the
1: still photos the high def cameras were out and oh, it's in deep. the middle of a play which is crazy And like probably why it's more popular and uh but it was a yard off. sale though his helmet flew off his glasses fell off but, but it was it's not your it's most of the time it's a pitcher batter yeah, issue Exactly. you know this was great because it was in the middle of a play things are happening and well it was a no hesitation thing, yard sale punch. And Batista has an attitude. It's not like his first fight. He's gotten in multiple fights. Yeah. He's but, he's but, gotten a couple of good punches in.
0: Like when you think when you think non pitcher batter, you you know, I, I kind of gravitate towards when the Yankees and Red Sox were playing, Alex Rodriguez gets beaned and as he's walking to first, he's talking shit to the pitcher. Yeah. And Jason Veritek being the catcher he is. So your job as a catcher is like you are escorting that motherfucker to first base right. in case he gets any ideas. Right. So Jason Veritek starts chirping at A-Rod, and then A-Rod puffs up, and Jason Veritek fucking clocks him. And, like, then it's on. That
1: squad were—I I would not want to fight with that Boston team.
0: That was a dirty team back That then. was, like— Scrappy. Scrappy team. guys.
1: You like, know— they it's were one of uh, the first guys ever to wear like Johnny Damon with a beard. Yeah, he was the first one. Yeah, like I don't, think I, I if who you think had a beard full Damon? beard, Johnny I'm talking the whole USA sports world, sports world, everything. Hipsters weren't weren't around yet. That's true. Uh, Johnny Damon he had
0: the long flowing hair with the fat
1: beard. He looked like an, the older Teen Wolf. You know what I mean? <laughs> and that's what he was getting compared to. But that team. Don't wanna don't wanna fuck with them in a bar. Yeah, they they were those dudes that would get down. Yeah. But no, that was and then that's one of the one where uh Pablo freaking throws down what was the manager's name? Oh Pedro Pedro Martinez. Yeah.
0: He threw down uh I wanna say Don Zimmer I think
1: it's Don, Don Zimmer. Don Zimmer, Frosty freaking hey I used to play baseball in the
0: Yeah. He's still he's still chewing a fucking two pouches a day, you know. <laughs> Tosses him and then,
1: like, everybody's like,
0: Oh, he tossed an old man. Well, he grabbed
1: he just, him by the side of the head and oh laid him, dude.
0: The dude's charged me. What do you want me to do? Right? I'm not gonna sit there and take it.
1: But hey, you know what was crazy too was uh, let's go back to the Pittsburgh Cincinnati fight. The managers came out and the coaches were fiery.
0: Oh, dude, the guy, I, the, the Reds manager, I think, was ejected and he came sprinting from the clubhouse, is what they said, and he went straight for the Pirates coach, Clint dude.
1: Murray. Very impressed by the managing. And the coaches of both those organizations. Okay, but so coaches and managers—they don't always get in fights. They're—they're—they—they they do a great job of holding back traditionally in these baseball brawls. But what they do get to do is get thrown out of the game and try to embarrass the umpire. What on the top of your, like? What's your favorite ejection of a manager coach?
0: Um, it'd have to be the double A one. The, right. the, out, the army crawl the army crawl with the grenade <laughs> he uses the freaking <laughs> the rosin bag
1: <laughs> so good bro
0: and then you got uh, Lloyd McClendon he was when he was the Pittsburgh pirate coach uh-huh. he goes out and he takes i think he first, base? first base yeah he took he first just base just walks out
1: yeah and then he tosses it in the freaking hallway you can see it in the what? yeah that's a good one yeah no those those are great moments man people getting thrown out so best rage moment throw out and it's uh the Kansas City uh Royals oh when um Am i forgetting his life. name classic george Be- brett george brett when he c- the, pine the
0: pine tar. tar
1: and he comes
0: full full cheek cha sprinting out of the dugout insane bro I, dude, one of the
1: best baseball characters of all time you too you
0: look at that video how scared do you think that his legs was?
1: and he did hide high- All high knee drills needed to look like George Brett's knees when he came out of that dugout.
0: Hands up. Ah, hair.
1: He looked like a mad scientist or some kind of possessed white dude. Dude, I thought he was going to murder that guy. Yeah. That would have been a great opportunity. So uh, let's talk about our home run uh, situation. We had this last weekend.
0: Changing it up. Keeping it in the Keep it baseball. Keep it baseball realm. So we had the second annual Coach's Home Run Derby. Tradition. I kept my tradition. Yeah, Paulo's two for
1: two, zero home runs in two years. Zero home runs. I'm not the best at hand-eye coordination with a bat, or like. So, what kind of South American are you? I know, I know. It's not the best, but it's more of like those, like Caribbean islands, or you know, the Puerto Ricos, the Dominicans. Peru is just not a baseball. Game. We're we, you know, we like sucking at soccer.
0: Hey, but you do. But we right.
1: oh, that's you ready for Team Peru. We're crushing in the Pan American Games right now. Right. We have. Have you seen it? No. What the fuck? Distance running, dude. We are. We have multiple golds. We are leading the pack. I think in the Pan American Games. Go Peru. Woo!
0: Pan American Games.
1: You know, if you had a kid in the Pan American Games, you'd be watching.
0: Oh yeah, but we have something <laughs> called the Olympics.
1: Yeah, but anyways, we had the coaches, uh, and you know, Sean has his injured knee. So our well, my, our mic Conway. skills are. Free. You're, they are. You are great. I wanna do like minor league baseball with you. Dude, that
0: would be awesome.
1: Uh hold my whistle fans. If you know a sporting event that needs announcing or recording, hold my whistle. We'll do play by play and I'm a good commentator. I'm telling you, we you know what was my you know why I chose you? Is there was a couple of times we watched games on your, your uncle's couch and we were just on the love seat together, just freaking hot watching football. And we're like, people should listen to us. You, remember? And then we recreated, recreated Hold My Whistle. Right. Yeah, but I had no home runs. I just want to, It's it's been one of the most dangerous events that we've held at that's history. It's
0: two for two on knees, for
1: sure. Two for two on knees. You know, we had a, Recca's knee got torn last year. And this year, Smith's knee, his patella dislocated.
0: His kneecap was like three inches off. And he said, "Hey,
1: I'm gonna move over here for a little bit if you're gonna swing this bat, right? Uh, so that's our baseball talk. Oh, trade deadline. Anything happened for you in the trade deadline? No big moves. Everyone kind of stayed in the same place, right? Um, I don't know.
0: I don't know. It. I'm at that point in the baseball season where I'm ready for it to be finishing up, so I can get ready for football. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like leading into fantasy season. You know, I do fantasy baseball to hold me over. Right. Football.
1: How's your team doing? Let's just I don't want to know individually, just a quick standings.
0: Uh we are within one game of third place. Oof. First place is out of reach. Jade Lux, he's got that pretty much locked up, but third's in striking distance and if we go on a good run, second place is viable.
1: You know, so big talk again. What I I'm I'm getting sick of it, but it's kind of a big thing, you know, the holdouts for this year. You know. It's, it's kind of every year It's there's a handful of people But I think one of the you know, he's done it a couple years or he's just been in trouble. And when it comes into football, you know, you don't get him for the first couple games, and he's still a young running back, but Zeke is always in the news with this stuff. So
0: here's my here here's my take. You know, the running backs hold out. For the most part, it's it's typically just the running backs. Yeah. Though those guys, you gotta look at your life expectancy as in terms of being a career NFL running back. You're looking at six, five to seven years. I mean, yeah. it's a very perishable position. Oh, you're man. Only you're only at a high level for so long.
1: Literally ground and pound.
0: So you get these guys that just tear it up for mm-hmm. the first three years. They're still under rookie contracts. And They're it's not making shit. nothing. So it's like, I understand why you want to hold out. It makes sense. You know, you want to get paid. And I'm all for the guys getting paid because football players, to me, take the most risk. But the salaries aren't as high because there's less games,
1: you know. Th- less that's... games, more team members. You know all this stuff that makes sense. Like again, like we said, like Jeff Samarja, career wise, is probably going to make more than Kyler Murray. So Kyler Murray's decision, yeah, sometimes might, might it's not a financial thing, but you know, we'll see how it goes. So yeah.
0: you get the running backs holding out for money. My thing is, is he still got two years left on his contract? This isn't right. the NBA where you get to hold people for ransom. You know the NBA. Oh, I'm not. I, I don't want to play. You know, I'm gonna go here, and then they'll cut you, mm-hmm. and then they'll let you go. So the NFL is like, mm, see you later. You yeah, know, you're not you're not sitting here making money. Goodbye, because NFL they can cut you at any point at any part of the season. Mm-hmm. And the only thing they're obligated to pay you is what is guaranteed in your contract. You have a hundred million dollar contract, and only forty of it's guaranteed. That's all you're getting. That. That 16 change, that's gone. Yeah. I mean, so holding out is, is is one of those things that, you know, I'm for, for the players, but you still got two years left on your contract before you hold out.
1: Oh, yeah. No, it's, a, it's and like you said, it's just such a risky thing and timing and surviving that time. So going through that whole contract has got to be just. And for
0: a guy like Zeke, it's like, I was listening to Colin Coward about it, and he was saying, and, You know, he's in trouble constantly. Right, he's a risk. He's a high. He's high risk. It's like he doesn't play the whole. Cut him, trade him, get rid of him. You know, ship him along, get something for him, so you don't have to deal with that. I mean, we're going back to to the rest of the running backs that are also holding out. You got
1: uh, Melvin Gordon. We have a handful of people. So I got a list of, I think it's five people who are holding out right now. They're big, big. Big names. Big names. Yeah. And, you know, that's what you get with a big name. You should be able to hold out with the big name and get paid because life expectancy. Exactly. All right. So it's rapid fire. I'm going to ask you, I'm going to tell you the player's name and you tell me if, and we kind of did it with Khalil Mack last year, if it's a pay him or trade him. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Number one, Jadavion Clowney. Trade him. Two, Zeke Elliott. Trade him. Ooh. Melvin Gordon, LA Chargers. Pay him. Melvin. Okay. Yannick Ngoku. Jacksonville Jaguars defensive end. Do we know who he is? Uh trade him. Boom. Does <laughs> Michael Thomas. Pay him. He you have to.
0: Drew Brees is an agent quarterback mm-hmm. and he's the best. I mean, you got rid of Mark Ingram. You've got Alvin Kamara under rookie contract still. I'm sure Michael Thomas is still under mm-hmm. rookie contract. Michael Thomas is a potential. He's, he's on the, number one, I think, wide receiver, no, right? No, he's not number one. Who's number one? Um, D-Hop. D-Hop. Yeah. From the Texans. Right. Michael Thomas is that like third. Well, Julio's out for four to eight weeks. He had ankle surgery, so he's on a shelf. Yeah. Eight, no, I'm sorry, not Julio. A.J. Green did. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's A.J. Green. I
1: don't see A.J. Green doing anything. A.J.
0: Green is on that second tier now. He's no longer first no, tier. No, he, he can't hold out. Yeah.
1: If he was a holdout this year, he'd be a trade him. So, so what about the Redskins, Trent Williams, their tackle?
0: you got to pay a lineman. You've got to pay a lineman. He's, you a, he's lineman. left tackle. Right. You've got to pay that guy. He's an all-pro. Mm-hmm. you got to pay him. Um, back to Michael Thomas, though. He's... He's your number one guy. Oh, yeah. Drew Brees, like I said, aging quarterback. You got a solid run game. Oh, yeah. And Kamara,
1: you, you team up with him and Kamara, and you have offensive weapons. Now, you know, they could be, you know, they should be what like KC looked like last year with the receiver running back combos. Not, and-
0: not quite as deep. Um, you know, they still they still kind of lack that second They need a
1: big tight end. They, they kind of need... lack
0: that second tier receiver but, but, guy. But but
1: Kamara and him together is yeah. it, it, that's some that's some speed and talent and some scoring happening.
0: So it's like you got to pay you got to pay You got to. You got to. Because it's like you look at Kamara, he's only this will be his the start of his third year. Yeah. He's probably on a rookie contract for two more years. Yeah. You know, is Kamara a big contract guy? Yes. Oh yeah, and I think he's, he's doing pretty you, good and in... He's a guy you pay. Yes, because he's a pay. He he's got a chance to be an everyday down back this year if if he can prove that he's that three down back. It's like he's fucking deadly in the past game. He's he's like a Christian McCaffrey, you know. Oh, Christian yeah. McCaffrey's one of those cats that they're of the same mold. They're the smaller guys, the fast guys, but they could catch they can the ball can too. Catch the ball. I mean, Christian McCaffrey led the team in rushing and receiving.
1: <laughs> so, hey, who's getting the start? at Dallas now it's uh for at the running back because Zeke's out it's freaking a journeyman
0: is it uh Rod uh no. Rod Smith
1: no it's not, no oh, god who is it Cowboys running back who knows because the Cowboys they're terrible hold on oh they're in Austin the right now yeah woohoo mhm Nobody cares. Alfred
0: Morris, bro. Ooh, that could have been bad.
1: Okay, I forgot he was still on the team. So he, how far does he jump up in fantasy land? Not much. Not yeah, but that line is solid. Their O line is dead, and he's and he's got decent running skills.
0: Like the thing he hurts you with is he's not going to get you anything in terms of. But that line is solid, man. He's not going
1: to get you anything in the pass game. That's where Zeke. right, but. He yeah he's not gonna bust out like forty yarders.
0: He can he he's got that capability. But not like Zeke would. He's he's not the runner Zeke. No. He's a downhill. But might,
1: he might if he stays healthy through this mini camp and everything, and I forget who said it, but it could be like a D'Angelo Williams, like so you know you get your opportunity and you just have a good year. It could be he he might he might pop up for one year, but the the one biggest thing I think that's the thing that's holding back him the most is that he's got a star on his helmet. It just never works out that way for a guy like him in it's, this type of situation. It's one of those things. It's
0: like you're playing for one of the focal points of the league in the Dallas Cowboys, formerly America's team. So it's right. like you, they've got a standard, and it's like you really don't fit that standard. You know, yeah. he's good. Obviously, he's good because he's in the league. You know, he's not trash. Oh, no. But, you know, ever since emmett has been gone, you know, they didn't have anything until they got Zeke.
1: Okay. Real quick. Who's your been your favorite since Emmett, who's been your favorite cowboy running back? Oh. Can I just throw mine out there, right, real quick? Yeah. Marion Barber. Okay. I liked him.
0: I liked Felix Jones.
1: Felix Jones was good too. And those are probably the the, the top two that I think stick out for me the most.
0: Yeah, I mean, Felix Jones was a kid out of
1: Arkansas that was just a stud. Oh yeah. Um, and he played with uh, McFadden, right? Yeah, they, they're like
0: what a Taron McFadden.
1: They, yeah, God, he, well,
0: he should have been so much better.
1: Yeah, he just he's like to Carter. Just his ankles were so weak.
0: It was uh, he always was hurt, and he just couldn't take. He just couldn't take the workload.
1: Well, let's talk about the Raiders right now, and one of my favorite times of you know new starts with the beginning of the season, and everything. It's documentary time. Hard knocks. Uh, you know, I watched. I'm getting ready for Hard Knocks with the Oakland Raiders but and i'm i'm not going to spend too much time on it i've watched the last this is the fourth season of last chance you
0: oh i haven't watched they i don't it, even know if i've watched 3 yes no, the, yeah we we talked about three it with was, jay brown three, and they, the they're at indie Compton.
1: they're yes right they, are the, they back in independence they're back in independence and it's just a shit show it's the same. they 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 don't even win bro and they got they got guys and they're not winning and it's just it's just crumbling. They're getting a new turf field. He's just as crazy as ever. You know, the shit talking is freaking nuts.
0: Dude, I, I don't understand. You know? you know,
1: and eventually, you know, I hate to ruin it for you. You know, I don't know if you guys want to sit through it, but, you know, it's out there in the public. People know about it. He's fired. He got fired and he's like got crazy lawsuits. He's he just said some crazy shit like about his lawyers and stuff and made, uh you know. I think his lawyers are are suing him. Really? Yeah, it's it's nuts. But that's that documentary. I watched that, and now it's hard knocks time. Oakland Raiders. They're in Napa. You know who do you who are you watching in the Oakland minicamp, Sean?
0: I'm I'm looking the Raiders to me. Like they'll go as far as Derek Carr will take him.
1: That's is that is that their big just caught, like, that's to their me, biggest problem.
0: To to me, he's slightly better than, like, average. Uh-huh. But everybody's like, oh, he's good, he's good, he's good. He really isn't that great. You know, this'll be... The Amari true Cooper test. made some great catches that year. This'll be the true test for him yeah. this year. You know, you, you got Amari, you got Antonio Brown, you got a decent run game, you got the rookie. The rookie
1: from the the Alabama. Rookie I'm looking him up kind of right game.
0: now. So it's like, this is, to me, for the Oakland Raiders, this is the shitter get off the pot year. for a Oh, guy like for Derek. sure. You know, you got new coach. Josh got, Jacobs. Yeah. you got new coach with fucking John Gruden to see. Like, last year in Oakland.
1: Mm-hmm. You got to put up something special for your last year in Oakland.
0: You got you to, like.
1: It is a, no matter what you, you, you say, Oakland is, football is leaving Oakland. And it's
0: probably not coming back.
1: Ever. You know it's not Seattle and no. basketball the Super will be back, but the Oakland Raiders are never gonna be a thing again. They are gonna stay in Vegas, yeah, the you Bible can't Bible. leave that market there there might be another team in Oakland, not but it's Bible. never gonna be the Raiders, yeah, and so, it's never gonna be the same, which is sad
0: Here's my thing is like Oakland just they've got good things with the sports world. they just don't do anything to keep
1: them do like, you know like because of like uh NWA and stuff like that. And like when Raider and White Sox gear and LA Kings gear was going on that, like right now the Cowboys, maybe the Patriots have stepped up, but there's always a team like the Yankees are always up as far as the number one sports team that's most recognized in the world. You know what I mean? It's yeah. sometimes it's a soccer team, Yeah. you know, but for a while in, in that era, the early nineties, the Raiders was the number one team, Known in the around the world.
0: You want to know? Do you know what the most valuable franchise is?
1: Um, is it a soccer team? No. It is it an American sports team? Yes. Is it New York Yankees? No. It's not the Cowboys. It is the Cowboys. Yeah, it's the Cowboys. Cowboys, okay. Cowboys, the most. Always, that's always. Cowboys. I
0: think they're worth like five billion in some. Change.
1: Yeah, no, they're number one for sure. Their logos.
0: Synonymous. You know, yeah. It's one of those things that everybody recognizes, mm-hmm. but. but here, here's where i was going with with the city of oakland they played in the what is it the alameda coliseum is it, yeah is, is that what it's called it's the coliseum but yeah. it's such a shithole
1: it's but a shithole the oakland A's still play there dude it's you it turned it's a baseball field football field combo which is disappearing it's it one of the last be. ones
0: it should be i mean holy shit you're a big enough city where you can afford <laughs> to have a second stadium you know, put the A's in something and keep the Raiders in something else, but you didn't do it. No, because the Raiders called the city's bluff. You know, right? They the they it,
1: it's years of blackouts and drama with the city of Oakland and the Raiders. Yeah, I mean, I wish the Raiders had what like the Warriors have with Oracle, yeah. and they're literally twenty feet apart from each other. Is it that close? It, they're right there. Yeah, I, I, I I've never it, been. You never been to the Coliseum? No. Well, or I'd or, or the, the Oracle?
0: No, I'd go to a Warrior game.
1: Yeah, you've you been in the parking lot, Mm-mm. real cool tailgates and like.
0: Oh, I'm sure, the atmosphere. Is I've been, makes-
1: I've, I've partied in those. Oh, for sure, I've yeah. partied in that parking lot a handful of times. Look, at I'm, I'm gonna miss and people from my hometown or just people who went to sports games. Like now, it's so much nicer. They have a Vias Stadium for soccer. They have the Levi's facility. You have AT and T. Oh, it's not even AT and T right now. It's something else is it now. Monster Park. No, that they. Like, that's what a Candlestick used to be, but. You know, I miss Candlestick. It's AT T still. No, it's not. Okay. It's I like it's. I think it's Capcom or something or <laughs> something weird. Yeah, but uh it's not AT and T anymore.
0: Well, I mean, it's like what but is- those two,
1: those two freaking tailgates, those two parking lots held it down. Yeah, like Raider fans. I'll get you know. I'm not a fan, but they could throw a party.
0: Oh, they're always. I mean, and that's the thing with like Raider fans. Raider. If you're a true Raider fan, mm-hmm. it's like the loyalty is always there.
1: Oh, yeah. And,
0: uh, you know, you got to respect that. You know, you're going to you're going to rep your squad no matter where you're from. Mm-hmm. And then you stick to that.
1: You know how many people you know, what's funny is that and, and that's how Raiders are so popular. People don't even know who are on the Raiders and they're going to have Raider gear. Totally. You know what I mean? It's exactly. more of an attitude. Exactly. And, uh, and then knowing who's on the team, you'd be like, yeah, I'm a fucking Raider. Who, like, who's the quarterback? Does it matter? Fuck you. It'd be, like, it,
0: it it reflects the former ownership like Al Davis, you know, best owner was was he a, a good owner? I'm not going to judge him. On he changed
1: goals. the league. Exactly. In a positive way. Maybe he, you know, a shade was thrown on him, but he helped football. He is a man of football. When you think football, he might be one of the top 10 greatest men of football. Dude, his, and, and what and, and, and moving forward with the game.
0: every time you think Al Davis, I think of his lanyard on his glasses. Oh, yeah. That
1: gold, white freaking jumpsuit and some hair blow. Like, when I say hair blowing, I'm I'm probably the closest thing to what Al Davis had for hair. You know, if I grew it out long, like, maybe I I might, you know, if you really need to, like, reflect on what Al Davis looked like, you could take a pic of my hair and then throw it on the Face app and make it look old, and I'd probably look like Al Davis.
0: So you, you get a guy like that in the ownership role. Just win, I mean, just win, baby. Oh yeah, it's like, just win. Don't, I don't give a shit how you do it. You fucking win. Mm-hmm. It's like, commitment
1: to excellence, all that stuff.
0: Exactly. It's like it's just, just
1: win, baby. And it wasn't like yeah, it was with swag. Like he might have been. He's probably the first swag type guy in football.
0: Anybody who wears all white. Oh, like
1: I'm. How would he's the first pl- player's owner? He was a player's coach and a player's owner. Like, if you owned the team, you had to coach the team, too. That's how... Imagine buying a franchise. Yeah. Like, at that time, like you could have been a mediocre businessman, bought an NFL team, been Al Davis, and now your kid looks like Chuck Ian is a billionaire. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I
0: mean? It's, it, it's, it's crazy. But I'm excited it, to see the Hard Knocks. It should be good. You know, they got talent on that squad. I mean, their defense is still shitty, but it is what it is.
1: Sleeper defense of the year for you. Sleeper
0: defense. Yeah, God, that's tough. I mean,
1: guess who's mine. Guess.
0: Do I need to say it?
1: But can they be? Are they, should they be in the running for one of the best, better sleeper defenses?
0: The Niners? No. Stop it.
1: That's a hate move, though.
0: Why? Why? What makes them better?
1: Not better. I said sleeper.
0: I know, but what makes them better? Because if you're they got, they got talent.
1: It. They got, they got, they got health, healthy guys. You know, in positions where they need them. Okay. <laughs> you know, coaching. We-, we got we. It's things are coming into play with the Niners. You know what I mean, it took some time. We had a couple of hiccups, you know, injuries last year, this and that. I think the wheels are turning positively for the for the Niners. They should be in a good place.
0: Sleeper defense. I don't know. I'm thinking I'm I'm gonna think the Ravens. Because they picked up Earl Thomas and you get a guy like that, like controlling the secondary. It's gonna put you in a spot where you know you can rely on your veteran leadership from the back half.
1: I am excited to see Baltimore, you know, rising back up into the depths of being one of the better defenses because they were a staple of for childhood, yeah, uh, of defense mm-hmm. for so long, and they dropped the last couple of years, you know.
0: So I like the Ravens defense. Mm-hmm. Like, since they've started, um, since they got rid of Flacco, uh-huh. like, their offense is actually exciting to watch. Oh, yeah. Lamar Jackson is a fucking athlete.
1: He is fun Can to- he
0: maintain? I don't know. I mean, he's kind of a smaller guy. He, he puts himself in a lot of risky positions by running so much, but their offense is viable. It's mm-hmm. not this turnaround. Like, when Jamal, when they won the Super Bowl with Trent Dilfer and Jamal Lewis... Oh He yeah. was like run Jamal Lewis forty times a game. That oh shit yeah! Is so boring.
1: Here we go. Ready for your next rapid fire question? Hit me with it. So since before this last year, who is your top three best offensive threats for the Baltimore Ravens?
0: Other than Jamal Lewis? It,
1: uh, no, 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 no. Other uh, the quarterback, um, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Other than that, other Lamar. Who's your three best offensive threats in the history of the Baltimore Ravens? Jamal Lewis. Number one.
0: Oh, is it? Is is it no, no, this okay. is, this is so in no he, particular order.
1: No particular order. Jamal and Lewis, then rank them. Okay. Todd Heap. <laughs> dude, That's Todd so Heap. good, bro. Todd was Heap was a threat. Stud, dude. Okay.
0: Total fucking stud. And then, um, oh, Christ, what is his name? Oh, I can see. Can
1: you throw Ray Rice in there?
0: Oh, yeah, you know, I I forget you forget about Ray Rice. I I can't say I can't. He won a Super
1: Bowl, right? I don't think so. He missed that Super Bowl. I year? can't.
0: I can't put him in that. No, he won. I can't put him in that category because I don't think his body of work was enough.
1: Okay, but he's a he. He's a sneaky threat, though. Yeah.
0: Um, and he, as much as it pains me to say it, you gotta say Joe Flacco. Oh,
1: I know. Isn't Fucking, it crazy?
0: I mean, the guy won a Super Bowl. I gotta give it to him. It's but there has
1: been like Steve Smith played a couple years with the Ravens. He was kind of a threat. It wasn't the Carolina Panthers? Steve no, Smith. but he still was. He still he was a sneak. You know, you, you had him on He's your a bench. Good second option. Yeah, um, but yeah, isn't it crazy for a team who's won two Super Bowls and been around for how many years? Let's say thirty years. There. No,
0: they haven't been around that long
1: since we've been. What? When did they
0: come back? When did they come back to Baltimore? So
1: may- maybe 25 years. Yeah, I'd say 25. 25 years. Those are the best offensive that they had, which isn't that great if you really think about it. I'm sure I'm sure. And they guy. got two ships, and they are a staple in the playoffs.
0: But. I and
1: they've that. lost to some great. They could have been, you know, they were on the cusp of some really good if teams. Ray
0: Rice doesn't get booted from that team. You think? They're still legit.
1: If Ray Lewis doesn't leave after that second.
0: Well, I mean, Ray, Ray Lewis is time. That past. Ray, yeah.
1: Ed Reed. I mean, Terrell oh. Suggs
0: needs to hang it up.
1: T- T- yeah, T-Sizzle.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Dude's a stud.
1: Well, let's even talk about it. So we have the Hall of Fame game. The Hall of Fame's happening this this week. Is it this week? Mm-hmm. Fuck. Who's Did playing? It, uh,
0: is it, isn't it like Green Bay? No, it might be the Ravens, bro. I have no idea. Um, here Here's my prediction. Okay. The Browns
1: are gonna win the AFC North. Oh boy. You heard it here. Hold my whistle it pretty much follows the Browns. You know what I mean? You
0: you gotta look at the collection. Okay, we got the
1: D Broncos versus the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, not gonna watch that game. Yeah. No Julio with the Falcons, and they were gonna hold him out anyway. Yeah. All right. he's not. And then do you wanna see Joe Paco throw for the Broncos? <laughs>
0: dude he's gonna help what about team. Lindsay? do you like Lindsay? i like philip Lindsay, dude hometown kid he's got a great story i
1: love his story yeah. he's not a big dude no but he but the runs well can run he reminds me of um smith with the vikings robert smith robert smith Ohio he reminds State? the running the body like you know you know build he runs the same way but he's a good back he's, he's a really good back is he top five
0: no, he's he's that like third tier guy, but he's a good guy to have because yeah. they're gonna need to run the ball. And I think for the Broncos making that move for Flacco is arguably their best move because they were going nowhere with their John Elway.
1: John Elway needed to move.
0: He, he needed to do something to prove that he's still the guy in charge there.
1: Oh yeah, it's crazy because like he took some risks and it pays off. But you know. You know, he lost the quarterback. He lost.
0: Well, Emmanuel Sanders needs somebody to throw him the fucking ball
1: because he's, he's special.
0: Yeah, he's he's that he to me he's a second that second option guy.
1: He was better a couple years ago.
0: Yeah, I mean, because he had Demarius Thomas on the mm-hmm. side, but Demarius is gone, and it's his team. Mm-hmm. So it's like you get a guy that you know can throw the ball. He's proven winner. Case Keenum was okay, but I don't think they did a good enough job. Like allowing him to run the team mm-hmm. i think it was too like oh there wasn't a didn't seem like there's enough faith in him i mean the dude obviously to me everybody wants to all oh, these guys are trash they're obviously good enough to make the nfl so it's like yeah you know we don't know what's going on behind the scenes we don't know that oh you're limited to this these these set of plays so it's like a guy for like case keenum the dude fucking ripped in college. When he played at Houston, the oh, yeah. dude ripped.
1: Not not a bad pick. But you never know. And it's a, it's always a gamble. It's like the you know who's the kid from Duke that's with the Giants? Oh fuck. Did you see that video?
0: Oh Daniel Daniel uh the fuck is his last But they're game?
1: like, Oh, look at he he's he in practice. It's out. seven on seven. There's no D line threat. And he's just, Jones. yeah, he's just sending this fucking sideline bomb,
0: fucking airmails a fucking <sighs> seven yard out. Was and look at close? you
1: can't take a rep off like that. He might have just messed up silly, or just been angry and launched that ball. And look how he gets construed and like Dude, changed up. You know what I mean?
0: It's like here's my thing. So let's let's go back to fa- let's look at this as a fantasy perspective. If you're the number one pick in your draft, <sighs> who you taking?
1: So everyone's picking uh is it girly? I like Kamara. Uh-huh. I like Kamara a lot again. He's catching the ball. He's running the ball. He, you know, he's a solo back this year. He's a primary back. You know, he's going to get more touches. I think he's 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 my guy. That, I That's
0: exactly where I'd go.
1: You know, it's yeah. I don't want to I there's injuries, there's drama. There's LA. There's the Cowboys. It's all messed up. I think if you erase all, I, if, if you count those type of things, Kamara is the guy. And then there's Saquon. And it's just like, I have Saquon on my team. I'm going to have to keep him. You know, like, don't get me wrong. I think he's phenomenal. He's a stud. I think he's got to play tough teams. I think he's got to play in tough weather. And I think he's got a bat. I think from the. Top of the organization. I'm talking, you know, the offices, to coaches, to people in the locker room. That Giants are just not the team so, for him to be on. So here's the thing. But he's going to represent. He's going to carry the team. He's that good. Yeah. He's going to carry a team, and they might make it to the fucking playoffs. Who knows? They're not going to make the playoffs. No. Okay. Bad um, comment.
0: Here, Here's my take with, with Saquon. The dude's a fucking talent, for sure. You have to take you Can't You can't deny the talent. So do here's you, the do thing. You, if Eli's, I mean, even if Eli's a starter, Eli or Daniel Jones, either one, you got ancient quarterback or rookie quarterback. You've got nothing. You OBJ don't have Odell? Gone, but yeah. With no no gone, Odell. You've got no solidified, like, you proven got... deep threat. The defense is going to be stacked in the. Box. It's
1: not. They don't even have a D line like traditionally that they have a decent D line or a linebacker. They don't got nothing on that. So defense. it's it's you don't have Brandon Collins anymore. Landon Landon Collins, you know, freaking Landon Donovan's gone. <laughs> There's all kinds of people missing from the Giants. You know so, what I mean?
0: Like you're gonna see nine man boxes. You're gonna try and run the ball against that. It's like good luck. And I feel for you if if you're looking to take Saquon number one. I'm going to say I would solid pass. Oh. Solid pass.
1: Pretty risky take if you have the number one. And that's why people don't like the number one all the time. This year,
0: I think the number one pick is legitimate because you have a lot of options. Gurley, to me, is still kind of flaky because, like, look at His Super Bowl
1: performance, yeah. And I just have a thing with... Southern California pro running backs is, is he, they don't have that finishing edge to me I think it hasn't been since Marcus Allen it's crazy
0: yeah well no he was an Oakland Raider so that counts as Northern California did he
1: play was no, he there he, in no he was in LA he was in LA but they, he didn't win. did he win a Super Bowl with them I, I don't know so. it doesn't matter but uh, yeah no I'm just I, I think all those distractions are just things to go away from those guys
0: girly to me He's got the potential, but it's oh, he's
1: phenomenal. He's
0: it's got to be one of those things that is proven. You I know? think the
1: team is very young, and also, and for them to come back off a Super Bowl performance, how do they rebound? How do they rebound? I think they're gonna have a drop somewhere. If they, they come, the, they if they come, the look, if they come back and they they win the division and they're like floating, they're probably gonna stick around for a while. But I, there's too many teams, you know, you've seen it before. It's like, you know, and we're, that's how we started the conversation. The Broncos fell off. Once they won, they lose a couple guys. Yeah. You know mean, what I mean? And that's what happens. Uh, you, you know, Ray Lewis retires. Boom. The, the Ravens drop off, you know. We're hoping they have come back. And all these teams have that kind of situation that we've been talking about. You know, you make a cup. You got to make a couple key moves, and it could be the big difference. And I think that's why you're talking about the Browns made a couple great key moves. Oh, they got talent. They've so got... let's go division winners. You've right, already called 100%. you called two of them. You called two already, right? You said the Browns and The Browns are going to win the NFC and, and the Rams.
0: The Rams, Rams won the NFC West.
1: All right, we got. Keep on going.
0: All right, so let's see AFC East. Obviously, the Patriots are going to win the AFC East. Ooh. Um a- AFC South. It's a toss-up. It's a toss-up to me. Depends how the quarterback play in Jacksonville happens because the Jacksonville Jags have the defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they can get some offensive production with uh, Leonard Fournette, I think they have a, the best chance. But then you've got to like think close behind is the Texans. Okay. Ha- Colts rebound, I don't think they're good enough.
1: Fantasy question. Fournette or Gurley? Gurley. Fournette or... Uh the we were just talking about him a little bit ago from uh the Chargers. Melvin? Melvin Gordon, the holdout.
0: Oh that to me that depends.
1: That's close. But comparable.
0: They are they are on the back half of the first right, group uh, of runners. Instinct. Backs.
1: Who do you pick? Melvin Gordon. Boom. Really? I like Fournette. I like I'm...
0: Fournette, but he's always hurt. Yeah. well, He's always hurt. So, you know, Fournette's a guy that He's a he's got the talent, you know, he's he's got the potential to be that guy, but can he like prove that he's that guy constantly?
1: All right. Uh You know, I, I think he can. I like him this year. I think he's going to have a good year. Okay. I you know, if it was between those two and everyone else is gonna might you know. That's what I said. I like Leonard. All right, but let's talk about we talked about the NFL Hall of Fame game which no one watches, but we got the Hall of Fame inductees. And now what's really been happening is who do you think is going to give the best speech? Okay. You want me to run down who the... the down. Okay. So we got... I think this is a good one. Is it a good... It's pretty I think class. it's a decent one. We know the guys. I think some, you know, they got in kind of early. But right off the bat, we got Champ Bailey. Great DB. I so think he... We, We'll run them down. Okay. Here. Just give me the list. Pat Bolan. I think he's an OG. Gil Brandt. Tight end Tony Gonzalez. Ty Law. Kevin Mauea. Ed Reed. And Johnny Robinson.
0: Kevin Mawai made uh, the Hall of Fame? Yeah.
1: O-Lineman. Jet Center. For the Jets. Right. Yeah.
0: Best speech. Ed Reed.
1: Ed Reed has got. Ed Reed well, for sure. So the other two, you. So obviously we're gonna go with guys from our generation and people who are used to talking on the mic. Yeah. Tony Gonzalez is he gonna be sentimental?
0: He's gonna to be total like, oh, thank you coaches, and I couldn't have done it without my my wives he's going to and be my a kids. Blubbering mess, I think. Ed Reed's <sighs> gonna give you that.
1: Is he gonna? Is he gonna walk in front of the podium, like like a Ray Lewis? Is he? How much does he throw up to you?
0: Oh, you know it's coming. The U is coming. It's coming.
1: The yeah. U is getting another inductee into
0: the Here Hall of Fame. Here we go. Over under <laughs> three U's
1: put up. Over. Okay, I will take. Or that under. if 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 one is held up for longer than ten seconds, for On sure. If he just just, or if he says, "Hey, I want to give it up to the U," and there's a roaring applause that washes it. Okay. You know what I mean? It's like you something's going to happen where the U is st- It's going to be mentioned. And I f- it's got to be mentioned. He is in in years to come, he's going to be a patriarch to the U.
0: Oh, he's top 5 all time. He you know. And that's hard to say for the fucking
1: U. Right?
0: Especially in his generation.
1: We got Champ Bailey. He's kind of a quiet defensive guy. He Even though he was a, a you know, Dude, a high, flashy player.
0: Press, man, like a oh, motherfucker.
1: Great competitions with some of the best wide receivers, I think. Oh, yeah. When, like, if he got burnt, he wasn't getting burnt by some scrub white dude in Tom Brady. He was getting burnt by Randy Moss. Yeah. He's getting, you know, he's getting...
0: He's getting beat by dudes. Dudes. And you, and you had, like, I forget what this. There was this ridiculous stat on, like, in terms of completion percentage to his side. For many years, it was like less than 5% or something.
1: Just ridiculous. Mm-hmm.
0: Like epitome of lockdown. Like outside of Dion, though.
1: But. Who was the Raiders corner? Um, I can't. Ugh, hit the funny last name.
0: Oh. um,
1: But he was a lockdown corner. Asamoah. For, yeah, Nande Asamoah. Yeah, Nande Asamoah. Had a lot of hype. He had some great seasons. People didn't throw to his side. Is Champ Bailey just murders him.
0: Champ Bailey's way better. Champion, is way Champe better. He really did it for like 14 years or something.
1: Dude, great defenseman. And he belongs in the Hall of Fame. Is it a little early, you think? No. Right on time? No, I think it's good for him. Okay. Pat Bolin. Uh, he's an
0: owner, isn't he? Or GM? Yeah, he might
1: be. Yes. He's, you know, that really tan dude, short comb over. All right. Gil Brandt, I think he's an OG dude. And then we go, I said we talked about Tony Gonzalez. Ty Law. Ty Law is that dude. For He, he just. <laughs> When he was on first the off, Patriots, let's just give it what a cool last name, bro. Dude, the he, whole name dude, Ty Law,
0: dude. Like, I was reading a thing of, about Rodney, Har- Rodney Harrison saying how you know Patriot guys kind of get discriminated against because it's oh, they're thinking, oh, we're a system team, this and that. It's a business. It's like, oh, you got Tom Brady. They,
1: if you think of people other than Gronk who had like eagles or energy that would uplift that team. Who could do momentum changers? It's been defensive players. Yeah, for the Patriots, it was like
0: Teddy Bruschi, fucking Rodney Harrison. Right. I mean, when Rodney Harrison came in, it's like they had Lawyer Malloy, and Lawyer Malloy was their dude. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, he's cut.
1: They've had great linebackers. Oh yeah, you know it's huge dudes.
0: What they're getting through that organization: Willie McGinnis,
1: Richard Seymour, dude. They're yeah, they've got they have had great. They've got you could go up and down. They are champions. Those are those are those are champions of the game, and they landed on a franchise that helped them win rings.
0: Exactly. And then Ronnie Harrison was saying how you know the Patriot guys get discriminated against, and he's got. There's some definite truth to that 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 statement. Um, it took. T- this is his third time through for Ty Law. I mean, Ty Law, not typically the locked down guy, but. A legitimate. You you life. knew you had a
1: guy to cover a primetime receiver. Exactly,
0: and he was great in the run game. He's good in zone,
1: and he and he was he was valuable because he lasted again thirteen years as a starting corner.
0: Yeah, between him, and the, I think he went to the Chiefs after he he left New England. Like, yeah, legitimate. because that
1: well, that's when uh, what's, Marvin moved in. They have a little documentary about that. Oh, do they? Yeah, like because he moved in and I kind of took his captain spot and everything. Like, why is it? Why did there was it like? Uh, the defense wasn't happy when they got Marvin Harrison right off the bat because he had like an attitude and he talked shit. Marvin but, Harrison, I'm not Marvin Harrison. Uh, come on, he's a he's a commentator. He was a safety for for the Patriots. I think he's a Hall of Famer. Rodney Harrison. Ronnie Harrison. Rodney Harrison. Yes. Yeah. Like they they, they weren't happy when they,
0: when they uh, dude. That's they, what I saw that about. documentary. Yeah. That's what I was referring to. Like they didn't like this dude. They didn't like him. He hit like Bill Belichick is quoted on that saying he was arguably one of the best practice players ever. Yeah. Always working hard, dude. Yeah. Like, he'd hit guys, and people didn't like that shit. hmm It's like, you look at guys from that team that are, you know, on the verge of Hall of Fame status. It's like, you got a dude like Kevin Falk. Kevin Falk, great with, running back, bro. He, like... The running part, not so much, but he was that pass catching threat. Mm-hmm. When you needed a play, you went to fucking Kevin. Fink.
1: Well, and the thing is, is like, you could go down all the offensive players and defensive players. If you got rep for New England, you didn't do a bad job. Because if you didn't, you didn't do a bad job. Not if you, you know, like, if you didn't do good, you
0: weren't fucking playing. You
1: weren't playing.
0: And Bill Belichick's that guy that. So Kevin got up f-
1: minimal reps and he had decent, he had like average yards Dude, and enough to win a great, game.
0: He, he was that guy you could count on. You had yeah. one play to get this many yards. Kevin Fox, the dude. Yeah, I mean, is he a Hall of Famer? Probably not. No, you know. Um,
1: but he's a, he he did a great job, and you know he's a champ. Look at do what what trade do you do you make Hall of Fame or do you want a Super Bowl ring?
0: That's a tough call. It, it, right, it,
1: like real quick, just instinct. What, Hall what fame? You, you want? The Hall of Fame, the Hall oh, Dude. You win a Super Bowl,
0: you get forgotten.
1: You could get forgotten.
0: You go to the hall of fame, you, you wanna, might be forgotten. You're a legend. You're you might get forgotten, but your name is always fucking right? You'd there rather be with your
1: fucking Brad value. Johnson or Dan Marino. It's like you wanna be Dan Marino. Yeah, right? <laughs> Trent <laughs> Dilfer? Yeah, Trent Dilfer. It's fucking go down the list, you know, people who didn't win Super Bowls that you know. You're,
0: you're in you're in the mecca <laughs> of your sport. All right. Kevin Mawai. Kevin Mawai.
1: Mawai. Okay, there you go. Mawai?
0: There's gonna be a Mawai. Kevin Mowai.
1: Okay, tell me what's they're gonna be. Give, give me your your Kevin Mawai. Yeah, how, what's he gonna do on the mic?
0: He's gonna talk. There's gonna be a lot of God talk because he had that tape cross on his face mask. There's gonna, I think there's gonna be a lot of psalms and fucking bringing Will there the be Lord. a haka?
1: Will there be a haka?
0: Oh, he might. I want to say he comes out in some
1: form of Tommy Bahama. <laughs> No, they got the yellow jacket on, right? But he could still have could the have Tommy Bahama shirt. What are the? Wait, it, never mind. They always have any Canton. I just tripped on freaking last year's uh the to freaking situation. Oh yeah. Okay, Johnny well, Robinson is an who old dude. Does,
0: let's get back to that. Who doesn't show up for their Hall of Fame? Everyone show shows up, dude? bro. This, Why? This, Why do you have to be that one guy? Yeah. You know, it's like, dude, it is the pinnacle of your body of work. To set you apart from everyone else, mm-hmm. you are arguably top four receiver all time, and your numbers back it up. And you don't show up.
1: Yep, that's a to well, me
0: that is a big fuck you. Yeah,
1: well, guess who got fuck you this year? They were finalists, and then it didn't get inducted into the Hall of Fame. Do you know who who any of them are?
0: Well, I don't know. Tell me.
1: Number one is Richard Seymour. Okay. John Lynch.
0: Okay, I can see that.
1: Edron James. Oh yeah. Right. Uh, Steve Hutchinson.
0: Okay, he was a lineman for for the the Vikings. the
1: Vikings, right. Steven Atwater.
0: Steve Atwater. Okay.
1: Tony Baselli.
0: Oh, dude.
1: Isaac Bruce. Don Coriel.
0: Air Coriel.
1: Air Coriel. Alan Fanica.
0: Eh. Alan Fanica was good.
1: Tom Flores, two time Super Bowl champ for the Raiders. Raiders, not John Madden, who's already in one Super Bowl. Yeah, Tom's got two thirds of those Super Bowls, and he's not in it. Maybe he got handed the keys to a Kiso Corvette. Maybe you see the new Corvette. Yeah, I hear the mid-engine, uh huh, sixty Gs, and Tony G made it. So, but those are the guys who didn't make it. They got fuck you
0: Um, all right, so let's go down that list. Let's go. Let me rapid fire you okay. on that list, Paulo. Okay, it brings up a solid point for us. Hand me the list. Okay. All right, let's see. where Where is this It's the picture. It's the pictures? Yeah. All right, in or out? Oh,
1: okay. Oh, they're going to make it, That, but who's going to make who's, it first? Who's deserving? I okay, think the so first guy who's going to in that group, I could tell you off the bat, I think, is, well, I'm going to go for the as a player, I think Richard Seymour. Okay. I think Richard Seymour is a Hall of Famer. He produced on two franchises, he 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 played for a long amount of time. And again, he's got rings.
0: Who do you think is not a Hall of Famer on that list? Fanica. I disagree. Alan Fanica. He's, come on. He's stud. good. He's a stud. Is he a Hall
1: of Famer? Yeah. I think there's other Hall of Famers on that team that need to be inducted first.
0: My guy from that list, Edgerton James.
1: Solid running back. Not a Hall of Famer. What? Yeah, no, not a Hall not of not Famer. Famer. But you know why? You, totally you know same. why? Because he played? No, because Frank Gore. <laughs> Frank Gore needs to make it to the Hall of Fame before fucking Edrin James. Dude, Frank. Frank Gore's got to wait four Edric years. If Edron James makes the Hall of Fame before Frank Gore, my life's going to freak out.
0: <laughs> if Edron, so here's the thing. If Edron <laughs> James makes the Hall of Fame, Frank Gore is a shoe in
1: shoo if edrian makes it there's a list of running back kevin yeah. falk's a fucking hall of famer If veteran J makes yeah. it
0: kevin falk is definitely better i like edrian's game
1: was nice
0: dude when he was on the colts with peyton manning right marvin harrison marvin the harrison, correct harrison, one reggie, i got reggie wayne young reg yes i mean he's good
1: there was swag on that team yeah definitely
0: but- good dude fucking heinz ward was a semi-finalist
1: Heinz Ward's not a
0: Hall of Famer. Mm, yeah. Or not a Hall of Famer. No. I'm sorry. Um, Great see. hits. He John was... Lynch, not a Hall of Famer.
1: No. I, I mean, uh, well,
0: not a Hall of, in my book, not a Hall of Famer. Yeah, no. As my, he's Steve played. Atwater, not a Hall of Famer.
1: Just big hitters. These are yeah, big hit award I mean, guys. Both of them are big hit award guys. Yeah. And Nick? look, at if John Lynch makes it, Steve Otwater should be pissed. Yeah. Because they're the same player and they play for the same franchise it's, at the end. Eight you know different times. Yeah, exactly. Um. So John Lynch is good. I don't yeah. think he's a Hall great. of Famer. Are they great players? They're great. They're not Hall of Famers. Yeah. Now, can I go away from... Uh, Tony Baselli's a, a Hall of Famer. Tony bacelli's a Hall he of he Famer. Tony down. a Hall of Famer. He played down south. He went to um, Bonnie. Went oh, St. Bonaventure. Bonaventure. Yeah. Oh, that's good. And that's in Ventura? Yeah. I didn't know it was that close. Yeah, it is. Super close to Santa Barbara. Um, he, here's the probably the most serious question and the one you're going to have to think about the most. If you need to look at the picture again, and that's why I had it up. Who's going to have the best and who's going to have the worst bust? Which one's going to look spot on and which one's going to be the furthest off or have like a funny feature? For the winners? Yes, for the winners, They're the only ones who get Kevin bust. Moise is going to be the worst. Kevin Wise is going to be the worst. Who's going to have the best bust?
0: Uh, Champ Bailey.
1: That's easy, though, huh? Champ, is like, it just... Look
0: at Champ Bailey's face. He's got that Symmetrical. strong jaw, and <laughs> he... it's going to be fucking spot on.
1: Can't, I'll t- I'll t- for everyone named Champ in the world, he's the only one who deserves to be named Champ Bailey. Like, Seriously. he's the only one, because... You get a name like that, you gotta hold it down.
0: Exactly. You don't get thrown. That name just doesn't get. No, like you better. If hey, someone Champ. puts
1: someone puts a computer in front of your face and your name's Champ, you freaking grab your base, your Louisville Slugger, and you beat the shit out of your PC. Yeah. And you go play sports and hang out with a chick. Yeah. My name's Champ. You know what I mean? Right. It's, a, it's Arguably, it. it's gonna. So be Champ Bailey one. or Ty Law, what name do you want? Ooh. <laughs> or do you just go Champ Law? No, that doesn't sound good. Yeah.
0: Tyla. I go Tyla. Ty-la. Ooh. The two syllable full name.
1: <laughs> I... <laughs> Double... <laughs> uh, two I'm going gonna... sil- to go two syllable whole name, Champ Bailey. Oh, no, that's <laughs> whatever. That's I fucked it syllables. all up. I don't know but how to count. Give I, have,
0: it
1: t- I have a two syllable name. Oh, Sean Foy. Yeah. Oh, you know, oh, you want to know the funnest thing about you today? I try to type in four. Like, hey, something something for this and my, i type in your name so much or something happened that it autocorrect to foy nice oh <laughs> <Nice. laughs> uh, that was the funniest thing my phone's done in a while right i hate fucking siri but and autocorrect but hey you think about anything else we got hall of fame saying that's good. good you're in it's- you have a date for your knee surgery September third is what. It's
0: oh my like. god! They're making him wait
1: a month.
0: It it in in finality, it's gonna be fifty nine days from the fucking injury.
1: Wow, sixty. Just yeah. let's yeah. round up to sixty. Two months. That is insane. Yeah.
0: Thank you, Signa. You eat dog ass, dude. You fucking suck. Oh
1: man, I'm trying to ha- get a lease to get Outside a better interest. job situation, so that with like I don't care how much he gets paid, but I want great bennies. Yeah. Like I don't, I want to decline the bennies. Yeah, our bennies suck. Bennies I mean, stink. The
0: retirement's good. The division vi- and dental's good. four hundred one k is good. The health benefits four hundred one is money. It is good. Yeah, but yeah. So knee surgery on deck, no big deal.
1: <laughs> what is something you look forward to? Um, Why you're immobile? Like what do you look forward to? Like TV shows? You're playing your video games.
0: No, I I don't know, dude. I'm fucking stir crazy because I can't do anything. Well,
1: can I mention what I think it is? And we talked about it a little bit. You're becoming a culinary master. Shit, <laughs> you are I, cooking, and you got spices and flavors. You're layering flavor. Like, what'd you, you what'd you make the last two three days? Like, just name ingredients that's in your dude, kitchen. We had
0: pub- no. The only reason they're in my kitchen, <laughs> we get HelloFresh. They're meals delivered. Oh, everything. all of these it, meals that you've told me about, about? It's all in a bag, but I make it.
1: Thank you for HelloFresh. Dude, fucking solid. You're dude. a friend of Hold My Whistle. We want promo codes.
0: Yeah. HelloFresh saving me. It's it's helping me cook, though. It's definitely, you know, I'm trying to help out as much as I New can. New
1: flavors. You're getting veg in.
0: Well, no, it, it's to me, it's me cooking helps Veronica. You know, the wife, she does a lot. Mm -hmm. especially with football season coming up. You know, I try to do what I can to alleviate her stress load because, you know, she does a lot. So to me, me cooking is just a way to try and help out, even though I'm not the best.
1: Big ups to you and your wife, who it's a little early, and I mentioned it before to you. I think you guys are celebrating uh, 10 years? Yeah, it's coming up on 10. Wow. Big big double digits. Is that aluminum anniversary or like? You know how they have like the diamond and the gold? I threw in aluminum for the 10-year-old. You like how I did that? <laughs> 10 years, though. That's huge, man. That's a long time since I've known you, too. It's well,
0: we've been together 14. Insane. I know. can't believe I put up with her for so long.
1: Do you think Hold My Whistle is going to make it 14 years?
0: Whew. Even if we're not recording, we'll still have these conversations. Oh, I know. Exactly.
1: <laughs> you know what was funny is uh, I was looking up the pictures of Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence in the movie Life. You know, because I was looking up the pictures of me and you with the face app. Dude. It look, how funny did we look? If we were talking like that and we're looking like that back in the day, you know, in 40, 50 years. It'll be something special. Yeah. I think and so. I hope you're listening to us for those many years, guys. Thank you for listening. We're at 5,000 downloads. We appreciate everybody. It's crazy. Hold my whistle.
0: For a little rinky-dink fucking poo-butt operation, not bad. Yeah. But hey, you know, that's going to do it. We fucking went on a bender about football. It's the best time of the year, guys. It's almost hunting season. Football's getting ready to start. You know, everybody's so excited that football's coming back on. Because everybody's tired of watching baseball. I can't wait for college football. Oh, dude, that's in like a week. Two yeah, weeks. Get,
1: we might have to have a special.
0: Dude, I'm so excited. Football just makes the world go round. It makes life so much better. I'll actually watch TV because right now I don't watch a lot of TV yeah there's nothing to watch there's no good shows yeah
1: no spring you know I'm sorry spring but you're getting we're getting camps footage and all these like practice you're gonna get inter-squad scrimmages oh yeah it's it's, it's gonna be great
0: on yeah. full football mode mm-hmm
1: well hey like he said it's another episode of hold my whistle I'm Paulo I'm Foy hit the music show you how to do it and we start real slow you just put your lips together